Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Eddie from The Point After Show. I'm here with the Lipko Brothers, 50 Shades of Tommy, and the Fantasy Football Advantage, Polly Bag of Walnuts, Lipko. Ed, what's your nickname again? You haven't said that in a long time. I just want to get back to this. Eddie Daddy. All right, there it is. I haven't said it in a while, I know. There it is. I've been trying to get away from it. Well, is there something you want to tell some us? Bad, some no, bad, no. Some bad, uh, bad juju on that. Yeah, well, juju Smith maybe in about a year. Then I can call, then I can call myself Eddie Daddy. All right, all right. Official. Officially. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Before um, we start, I just want to say that uh, next week we'll have a show about the NCAA tournament after um, Selection Sunday comes about. We'll talk about, we'll break down the bracket and talk about who we think is going to win each uh, sector. I don't know what they're called. Each region. corner, region of the of the conference champion. It's not the conference championship. They're this week. The national championship. The national championship. But Tommy, he's in the hurt box today, isn't he? He's struggling over here. I am. You Phil, didn't have Scott yet. Phil Mickelson. Oh, my your boy, boy, baby. Phil. I Almost five him. years since his last win, he edged uh, Justin Thomas this week in the first hole of the playoff at 16 under par to win the WGC Mexico. Good for him. Yeah. So what I'd like to say, right? Obviously, I'm a huge Phil fan. Everybody knows this that listens to the podcast. Everybody knows this that is a friend of the show or a friend of mine. I'm always rooting for Phil, no matter the tournament, no matter who's in contention. But, like, I have to ask this question. Justin Thomas, right, his putting was on point the last, the Saturday and Sunday, obviously. He shot 16 under on the weekend. That's insane. Right? Here's my question, and I hate to say this to Phil. Um, Do you think he missed that putt on purpose? Yes. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, did you watch the putt? Like, he he hit it and he just walked away. It was a tough putt, though. And I think he kind of knew it was a tough putt. I don't think he missed it on purpose. Um, you think he was okay with missing it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he was okay with missing it, yeah. He didn't seem too upset about it no. when they interviewed him afterwards. I think it was funny, though. It, it, after he missed the putt and he tapped in and he went over to shake Phil's hand, uh, I was sitting there with Stroud Runner, and, and I said, uh, you know he's whispering right in right in uh, Phil's ear right now, like, hey, man, I missed that putt. Congratulations. Good <laughs> luck on that one. You know, I, I gave you that one. And no sooner did I say that, you see Phil kind of lip, thank you very much for that, right? And I, obviously you probably knew he said something along the lines of, it's an honor playing with you. You're the man. Mm-hmm. But Congratulations. It, was, it, it looked yeah. hysterical because it looked like he could have literally whispered in his ear, hey, man, I missed that on purpose. Good job with that Oh, win. yeah, but then, you know, if, if I was Phil, I would have said, oh, yeah, did you hear everybody uh, coming down, number 17 here on the playoff hole, yelling, Justin, Justin, Justin. No, like all the fans coming down the 17th hole, they were yelling, Phil, Phil, yeah. Phil, but let me ask the entire qu- way down. But let me ask you this question. If he if he, if he, he wasn't on a five-year drought, do you think it would have been that way? If he was winning tournaments, oh, do you absolutely. think? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. I think, I think that was a fan favorite. I, I agree with that, but I think it was more of a, hey, we just want to see. Mm. Even I was rooting for Phil, and I'm not a Phil fan, but I was rooting for him. I wanted to see him win just because it's been for five years. Uh, and I don't, I'm not even a huge Phil fan. But you're, you're, you're more than uh, your tournament golf attendee, right? Like most of those people, I'm sure, I, I would probably go and say the majority of those people at that tournament had not a clue that Phil hasn't won a tournament since, uh, you know, in the past five years, since 2013. Nah, I, I would say, say majority. a majority of the people had not I a clue say about majority. that. I'd say a portion of them. So, but not so that isn't the reason they were cheering for Phil. They all know Phil is the kind of guy that's going to give the, the 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 interview after, where he you know thanks his family, his coaches, loves his wife Amy, his kids, you know the the fans for being there. You watch the the guy is just 
in my opinion, obviously I don't know him off the course and I never met him personally, but he just seems so genuine. One of the nicest guys, I would think. The the commentators during uh, you know, your tournament rounds say nothing but nice things about the guy. Like you listen to uh who was the one guy that was right at uh in Phil's group? Uh Hatton? Yeah. Carol Hatton. And he's sitting there slamming clubs in the bag. You hear the announcers, oh, this guy has a lot of growing up to do, basically scolding them the entire time for at least like 10 holes of the final round there. But ah, Phil's just awesome. I'm, I'm happy for him. I hope he gets the U.S. Open this year and, and finishes the, the final leg of the Grand Slam of PGA Tour. Yeah. Well, for someone who hangs out with Phil on the reg, I know that this was an important win for him. He was... Trending upward. I mean, he had three top sixes in the last three events coming up to this uh, WGC. You can tell that he really wanted it, and he was playing great. Um, and I just look out, Masters. Oh, look out! Uh, well, I said this to Paul already, right? Like he's gonna win. And I said this on air, and I said this to Eddie. I, I I'll say this to anybody that will listen. Phil Mickelson will win a major this year, and it will be bold prediction the U.S. Open. I hope so. It's going to happen. Phil, right now, uh, you know, his driver still gets him in trouble. You look on the back nine, there were a lot of opportunities where he could have ran away with this tournament. And mm-hmm. I know JT banged in the, the eagle air on 18 to actually get the 16 under. Yeah. And if that didn't happen, we wouldn't be talking about the playoff right now. But Phil Mickelson had so many opportunities um, on the back nine to lock this up. And his driver, again, gets him in trouble. The one hole, uh, par five. I think it was number 12. He smokes one right down the middle. And then, you know, just Phil being Phil, always being super aggressive, hits one over into, like, the shrubs where you couldn't even see him hitting the shot, punches it out, hits a fan, still makes par. But that was a huge birdie hole for a lot of a, did, a lot Did of you see uh, the 54-hole leader, Sharma? The, Sharma, uh, the he Indian blew guy? up that day. But no, but uh, he went up to Phil after one of the rounds and Phil thought he was a, a media person. He's like, oh, not right now, buddy. <laughs> That's why I think Phil's an asshole. I, why? Tommy loves him. I think he's a dick. I've always said that. I think Phil's a big clown. I think he's a fake. Uh, I don't think he's really that nice of a guy that Tommy obviously thinks he is. Here's the thing. This guy's been like in, in the limelight for over 20 years now, right? Uh, you'd think some story would have came out, right? Like everybody thought... Tiger Woods was squeaky clean his entire life. It finally came out. Phil's been married to the same uh, woman. Oh, I'm not saying that he's ever. But here's the thing, Tiger. Listen, you just watch him out on the course. He's always nice. A a, a PGA Tour golfer could be super. Like, I'm not saying he's he's a bad husband or he's what did what Tiger did, but I can. It doesn't mean he's a he's not an asshole to people. He don't think that he talks down to people around. You don't know that he could talk to people like they're just not as good as him. Like I just get that vibe about him. He plays this like really nice, squeaky clean guy to to the fans and on TV. And then I guarantee, much like that guy, he walked over just to say hello. He's not right now. I, I'm, you know, like because he well, thought he was the media or whatever. Well, when it's you like, have like 30, 40 people running over you to do interviews. Yeah, you have to take that stand once in a while. But here's the thing: you talk about uh, a guy that hasn't been playing well the last five years, and he's been on the Presidents Cup and Ryder Cup just because. The players that make the, the the teams like want Phil to be part of it. Like he, he he just brings that much to the game, to the team, to I don't know, just just even watching it. I think he's this risky this, win, this win and the way he's been playing so far, he basically solidified his spot on the Ryder Cup again this year. I think anyway. Oh, I'm I happy. I'm happy he's making, you know, he's making golf 
fun again. I can say that Ooh. much. And I'm, and I'm happy that he won, and I'll be completely fine if he doesn't win for another five years now. I don't know why I say that. Because I don't like him. Am I allowed but, to have my well, opinion? Yeah, but you didn't really give us anything I told you except I for just... hypotheticals. Oh, he could be an asshole. You gave he's us faking. hypotheticals, too. You don't know him. You're sitting here assuming he's a great guy. That's your hypothetical and why you like him. I'm basing I'm it off of him. what I see. Okay, right? I'm basing it on what I feel. Where, what I don't you, like him. What, where did you <laughs> I don't see need to explain him it. being I don't like jerk. him. Cause you just come up with asinine <laughs> shit that doesn't make any sense. You don't have any reason to believe that well, other because than I want it, to. Because my opinion differs from you, so that's why it doesn't make sense. No. Because just, anybody just, that differs from Tommy it doesn't true. make any sense. You just come up with zero, like, uh, instances or... You don't have to. Referral. Like, I can have my opinion. I just don't like them. I don't need well, to give you a reason. You could just say you don't like them. I just said that, like, four well, times. You're asking me for a reason. Nah. My reason is I just don't think he's as genuine as you do. But that's apparently a hypothetical, and I'm wrong for it. I just like Absolutely. seeing an older veteran win every now and yeah. then. Like Pat Perez, he won a few months ago in the fall swing season. Now Phil Mickelson, two 40-year-old dogs have been on the grinding on the tour for the last 15, 20 years. Oh. It's nice to see those guys win because, you know, you're Justin Thomas's and, you know, Justin Rose. Dustin Johnson's. And... Here's, here's a question for you, right? We're talking about golf, and I know we're on the f- subject of Phil right now. But what do you think... Uh, Nike's thinking right now with that big contract they gave Rory. This guy's been playing like dog shit, yeah. right? Absolute yeah. dog shit. He's been for a while now, but he's yeah. still a name. He still gets he still gets his follows. Sure, he still but how sells long tickets. does that? How long does that last? Right? I don't know. Like, he continues the streak he's on. I think he's more popular. Phil hasn't won in five years. Now. He was still putting tickets people's he asses. Was still, in. he was still coming in second place this year. When's last year? This how year? many how many top ten finishes he have last year? Maybe like. Four. Oh, and since then he had a bunch. Since 2013, he had a bunch. He had a second place to uh, Henrik Stenson. Rory's having a bad year. That's yeah, all it is. If you think it's the he weightlifting was, and the and the he was injured at the end of last year, but I, I I do think that he's more popular in Europe now than he is in the United Rory States. Rory hasn't he plays been, more over there. Rory hasn't been good since Nike stopped making golf clubs. And he switched over to TaylorMade. I swear to God, like realistically, that's when he stopped playing really well. When Nike, ever since, well, ever since uh, he was put on the cover of the old Tiger Woods, uh, video yeah, game. it's yeah. like the Madden curse. The Madden so. curse yeah. but it's a Tiger curse. He's probably well, it's no longer Tiger. <laughs> they got rid of him. Yeah, that's not not even Tiger Woods golf anymore. Yeah. It's, it should be Phil Mickelson golf. It should be. I play oh. that game. Yeah, Eddie, knock the dust off it. <laughs> <laughs> Lefty out there swinging away. Oh. I love him. He's so aggressive. Yeah, I know. Do you need a minute? Like, do you want me to get a mop bucket or anything like that? I tweeted, I give tweeted you a, out yesterday. Do you want Eddie and I to leave the studio for a couple while you work this one <laughs> out? Pull it's on my bucket list. Yeah, Eddie, pull up a picture for you on, on his lap on the laptop. We, it's we on do. my bucket list to play around with Phil. Right. I know it's never going to happen. Well, but. we just bored all of our viewers with golf. Not really. I, I love how you always take that approach. No. <laughs> all of our viewers. We don't have anybody watching us. You never know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. ISIS. Tommy's got that creepy camera up there in the corner. Well, that's because I watched you guys steal from me before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they have the Valspar this week. Well, me and Taylor put out uh, the fantasy rankings probably either today or later today or uh You guys won some money this week, right? I didn't, know. I was way ahead after the round one, um, but... Eddie, you're really way too honest of a guy. You're just supposed to say, yeah, absolutely, I won uh, Yeah, money. I won $100. I won $100 million. <laughs> Um well, uh, yeah, you look at your article, right? Like mm-hmm. you had JT as I think number two, and Phil as number six. Yeah. In your in your guys' rankings this week, mm-hmm. so and, and D- Rafa Cabrera, I think he came in second or third. He was up there too. He was up there in the too. Yeah. So you guys do a great job. I guess it's I'm gonna put the blame on uh, your selection process because uh, DraftKings or FanDuel only allows you to pick like five golfers. 
Yeah, well, it's it's six golfers, but you have to constr- I mean, the, the, there's usually like three guys that are like way too expensive, and then you have to go down. Oh, then to you like gotta the scrubs. get you gotta get that. What was that guy's name that we were just talking about that went over? At, Sharma? Sharma. Sharma. Like, who's gonna put Sharma that, in there? That's who I had. Kid's my, 21 my years old, right? Well, he was he was been a pro since he was 16, right? I think His dad so. made him turn pro when he was 16 years old. He's been mm-hmm. playing pro tournaments since then. Really Obviously, the biggest really stage. He's only 21. With our dad. Yeah, I feel no like kidding. he didn't really put me in the driver's seat to success. Well, he didn't want to embarrass us either, right? Like, <laughs> took me bear- till <laughs> took me till this long to get a damn point after <laughs> Paul, show. Paul going. didn't even get uh, a win for Carbondale Area Chargers that's golf not, team. That's so. not true at all. Go look up that in the record books. In there. the record books. So. All right, so yeah, uh, you know, showed me how to use that seven. Check out the www's on uh, thepointaftershow.com and get your weekly DFS golf triple dubs. Twitter. Twitter will be back now. Yeah, we Roaring. got we got the FF advantage back, and we got T Lip underscore three sixteen back. It says I just whooped your butt. It says I just probably gave you bad info. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little football now. Um, let's go with the the beef that's been going on with the Ooh. NFL Instagram. Um, former and current players are a little pissed because at the NFL Instagram. Um, whatever, content, posted a picture of Saquon Barkley comparing his uh, combine results to, to a lot of different players. Devin Hester. Julio. Deshaun Julio, Jackson. Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas. All these, like, basically legends of the NFL. Oh, for sure, yeah. And how Saquon Barkley just basically schooled all of them in different, um, you know, aspects of what they, you know. Of the combine, of yeah. the combine. And Devin Hester basically came out and said that, you know, he had a pulled hammy. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, the picture... Julio Jones had a broken foot. The picture was uh, Saquon Barkley, and then it had a couple players to the right, a couple players to the left. It said, Saquon, 29 reps, Joe Thomas, only 28. Uh, Saquon, 41-inch vertical, Julio, 38.5. Saquon, 4.440, Devin Hester, 4.43. Saquon, 1.54 in 10-yard split, Deshaun Jackson, 1.55, right? So it was the only one that didn't really come out and say anything was Deshaun Jackson. But you have uh, Devin Hester comes out. He goes, no disrespect to Saquon Barkley, but I ran the combine with a pulled hamstring and sneakers just so I wouldn't make it any worse. Was told by all scouts that if it was bad, I could make it up at pro day. He ended up running like a, a whatever it was. It was better than Saquon's during his pro day. Um, Julio comes out and he comes. he goes, they got me F. Dash, 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 up. I'm 4.3 with a broken foot. All right. So they weren't even comparing his 40 time. They are comparing the vertical. But I think with a broken foot, it still has an impact on it, right? Yeah. And then Joe Thomas just comes out with a little emoji with the crying, you know, like laughing. Um, what does this say about the NFL and its marketing, right? They're basically bashing other players to promote this guy. <clears throat> I don't think it's bashing. I mean, they're accurate. Yeah. Right, they're not. They're not. They're not made up. They're not made up. Stats. Not fake news. No, no I mean, not. yeah, it just ha- so happened these people, these guys were you know injured. It's <laughs> yeah. It's just tip. It's just typical. It's, just it's typical media. It's how you put your spin on anything, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're, Eddie's right. They're not. They're not lying about anything. They're just going off of. But they're not giving you the full details on what yeah, exactly. was involved. And and quite honestly, it, to it's a testament to those four guys that they're they're being even. You know, they're they're using those four guys. 
which they're basically saying is, hey, listen, these guys are, are great athletes. They were dominant in their sport. They're dominant in these particular parts of the combine. And Saquon Barkley actually beat how great these guys are. So they, I guess maybe they're kind of taking it as an insult, but they really should be taking it as they're just trying to get this. The, somewhat they're of a trying to, yeah, somewhat of a compliment. And they're trying to get people excited for Saquon Barkley, which if you watched any of the combine on the NFL Network, oh, he he's ridiculous. He's going to be another Zeke coming out of right out of college, and he's probably going to be. What do you think uh, he goes? I top, hope he top doesn't. Five, right? I hope he doesn't go to Cleveland. Um, I hope that Cleveland passes on him, and I hope maybe if anybody, maybe the Giants grab him up because I want him to be on a decent team that he could be. Um, you know, let's be honest. We're fantasy football guys, so we want him to be on. We're, for greedy purposes, I we want him to be on a quality. I think team. he'd be a good fit for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I agree with that. Right, the Giants need a solid running back, but they invested in running back the last couple of years. I think the Giants right need to go with offensive line. They they have too much pressure coming into the backfield, so I think I don't disagree, but I don't think that they really invested in running backs like you you, you invest in in Saquon. He is a once in a generation type of running back, I believe. I like I said, I think he's like a, a Zeke Elliott. I think he's going to be up there with the best in the game. You know, he yeah. he catches out of the backfield, dude. He could be like a Le'Veon Bell type running back. Quite I honestly. don't I don't disagree with that at all. But I think still, if you first off, you have an aging qu- quarterback. Um, your offensive line is just poop. One of the league's worst. Sure. Um, first, you got to worry: do the Cleveland Browns snatch him up with the first pick? And then, second, is this our our best opportunity? Right? Because it doesn't matter who the running back is. Without an offensive line, you're shit. And I don't know. Uh, it's funny, right? Because I think the Giants will take him at two if Cleveland passes on him. I don't think Cleveland ends up, and we're going off topic here. I don't want to go down this road of what we think, but keeping the first I don't round think pick? I don't think Cleveland even keeps the first round pick. I think they end up, I think the Giants end up with Saquon with the first round pick or with the f- number two overall. Pick. Number two. Overall. I think somebody moves up to get number one pick so that they can get one of the quarterback that they want. Really? Yeah. So they move up to take a quarterback and not Saquon. Yeah. So you think there are quarterbacks that are worth wild? No, I don't think so personally. But I think that there's a team out there that needs a quarterback worse than they need a running back right now, and they'd be willing to move up. But and... with free agency, you don't think there's in the NFL right now? You don't think there are enough quarterbacks to fill that void? Sure, but you're gonna have to pay them top dollar with the, with what the market's asking for right now. You're gonna get a. You can go get you know. Josh Allen, you can go get uh, Darnell and and kind of. You're still paying them solid money for first nowhere round. near what you're going to pay Kirk Cousins. Millions? Oh, Kirk Cousins, you're naming one, right? Okay. What about AJ McCarron? He just won his same grievance. thing. He's going to get that kind of money, dude. That's I don't what the think market. So. Absolutely, they're all going to get paid. Foles is going to get paid. Bradford's going to get paid again. What for about some Teddy crazy Bridgewater, reason. Case Keenum? We'll see what happens. You know? you know, I think there are a lot of quarterbacks point, right now not in even the NFL agents. that are free agents. None of those guys are free agents or potential. Trade bait, free agents, what do you want? Sure. Whatever you want to call them, there are enough talent right now that's kind of proven that's available in the NFL that you could go out and take your line. But it's been established; that it's patchwork. They need to get a you need to get a, a quarterback for the future, and none of these guys right now are, that are in free agents are quarterbacks for the future. Kirk Cousins could be good for maybe another four years. No, but you're not going to get. You got another at least ten out of Kirk Cousins. Okay. Um, that's 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 fine. Tens a lot. Yeah. He's been in the league for like six. Yeah. So you're gonna get sixteen years out of Kirk Cousin, huh? What do you think he's Tom Brady? 
there's a lot of quarterbacks that play into the late 30s. Look at uh, Drew Brees is about to be 40. Dude, Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. Kirk Cousins is nowhere near okay. on the level of Drew Brees, though. I'm name a quarterback. Name a quarterback of Kirk Cousins' caliber that's in the league 16 years still playing as a as a productive starting quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is much better than Kirk Cousins. I don't think so. Okay, I agree that he's much better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Like uh, in in what regard? In every regard, he's a, a better quarterback. Don't get me wrong; he's, he's had, had a better, better weapons. Team. He's had better weapons, but, but he's he, but, but he's but, made those weapons what they are. Nah, these these the, the wide receivers on the team puts up high three thousands, low to mid four thousand no, passing yards a season. No, he doesn't. Kirk Cousins does. Yes, he Reed, does. Reed. Kirk Cousins puts up the same numbers. Okay, so we'll we'll go with the old argument that everybody goes with. Big Ben, ben gets has won Super Bowls. That, that, take that out because we don't ever argue that, right? We always I'm argue just against saying, that. He's so a take Super it out. Don't, don't quarterback. use that argument win. when you always argue he can against win. it, right? He can win. He's he's a proven winner, dude. Look we at just, his record. We just got his done rookie season. Teams. His rookie season, he freaking won what fourteen games. Still made throws playoffs. a lot of interceptions. Uh, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. Yes, he does. No, we went against Jacksonville. Against every team. No, he doesn't, every dude. season he has he has please. about fifteen to twenty interceptions. He's a better quarterback than than Kirk Cousins. I think they're about the same. I'm not saying. Kirk Cousins is better. I'm saying they're about the same. Maybe nudge to Big Ben because of his Super Bowls, but they're pretty much in the same category in my eyes. So you'd think Kirk Cousins could have made Antonio Brown Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown made Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown came out of the freaking NFL draft, like undrafted. It doesn't matter. He was dude. nobody. He worked his ass off to get where he I, is. I get that, but do so you think that Big Ben you made think him? That Kirk, yeah, a quarterback yeah. always makes wide receiver. That's I don't care true. how great a quarterback. Dude, look at look at Des Bryant, dude. Des Bryant had all the talent in the world. If you don't up. have a quarterback that can throw you the ball, you're worthless. He didn't have all the talent in the world. He always had problems. Des Bryant is has Des all the talent in the world. At Oklahoma State in a shitty conference and look really look at, good in college. Okay, let's let's do another guy. Look at your boy, your favorite, one of your favorite, right, Larry Fitz. What happens when he doesn't have a quarterback? He doesn't perform nearly as good. Right, you need a quarterback Everybody's to make you. Number two in every single stat, and never had a quarterback his entire life. That's not true. Yes, it is true. He had freaking. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Who? He had Kurt Warner for Kurt how many Warner years? For... Come on, dude. Carson if Palmer's Kurt probably going to be another Hall of Fame Super Bowls at St. Louis and the one at Arizona. He would never be. Dude, there. look at the records that Kurt Cousin or Kurt Warner holds. That he, he was great. Show on turf. That's he why. was good. Now, Jesus, stop. That's it. why. That's where I was. He, he went. He brought the freaking Giants to. Didn't he bring the Giants to a, a, a Super Bowl? He's the only quarterback to bring two different teams to a Super Kurt? Bowl. Yeah. yeah, the Rams and the and the Cardinals. Giants. He played in the Giants, and that's Eli Manning's the one that took over his job. Bringing Super Bowl. Get out of here. Dude, Kirk Cousins is as good as freaking Ben. You're yeah, an idiot. He's pretty. Yeah, statistically, no, for sure. he's not. Not yeah. even close. Big Ben will break out of the pocket and do a lot more and make enough time for it, sure. So we'll get back to Saquon Barkley. He's a once in a generation, I think, running back. I think I he's elite. I think he I think he should go top two, top three. Yeah. I don't no, think he I think, I think he he's the number, number one. one. He's he the number, number he's, one. He's he's the best player in the draft. But it's a matter of we all know that a quarterback is statistically the the most elite position on the team to build a franchise around. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, that's just the way the NFL operates. They pay them the most amount of money. I don't think that there's a, in my opinion, if I'm a, if I'm a GM, I don't think that there's a quarterback in this league that I would, in this draft that I would take over Saquon. But um, it's all about I, what your team needs. It's all what your right? team needs. I like, do like that Josh Allen. What if kid Steelers though. had the first pick overall for some reason? Then they would probably need a running back. Would they go Saquon? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's. I mean, that's a huge hypothetical because usually, if you're the first pick, you need a lot of work. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. If Colts, you're in the the Colts are number three. Yeah, they can use a running back. They can. Mac looked really good. No, what was his name? Cleo uh, Mac. Cleo Mac. 
What? No, not Khalil. No, That's the no, no. Raiders it was guy. Mac. It wasn't Marlon, right? What was yeah. the name? Anyway, um, but I don't know. I mean, they, they also they got to number three because their, their their franchise quarterback didn't play all year long, though. So that's kind of an anomaly. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, they have a great advantage. But long story short is I think that he's ridiculous. I think that Josh Allen kid, that quarterback from – this is Wyoming? my – From Wyoming. I think he's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. I think he's going to end up being the best – in in four years from now, I believe that one hundred percent you're gonna people are gonna say he was the best quarterback to come out of this draft, and probably gonna be he'll be a fantasy starting quarterback in the next three years for for some for us. I think it all depends on who he gets uh, drafted by. Sure, if he goes to Cleveland, we might as well write him off. Oh, for sure, I, I probably would never talk about him. Again. <laughs> uh, poor Cleveland, this is right off the whole team. Poor Cleveland, like the worst college team in in the NFL. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, what I, else we got? Um, well, keeping about quarterbacks. It seems like the Eagles are taking some uh, potential trade offers for Nick Foles. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of uh, some guys out there that can, um, we haven't you know read too much on which teams are interested, but who do you guys think would be the best fit? I guess for a Nick Foles type quarterback in their system. I'd like to didn't I'd like to see him go back to Arizona. Yeah, here's here's my opinion on that real quick. Um, I hope it works out for Nick Foles. Uh, I think the Eagles and that organization owe it to Nick Foles to ask him, one, do you want to be traded? He does. Two, he doesn't want to, but he where do you want to go? Yeah. I think he should literally have the, the steering wheel on this one. Well, it doesn't matter if where he wants to go. It's who the hell wants to – somebody has to – I mean, you're wanted, saying – He just wants – yeah, but if there are two competing yeah, yeah, teams – Then you say, hey, listen, which, which one which, would you Where do you want to go? We'll sure. trade you where you want to go, even if it's for less money. Whatever you want, whatever offers we get, yeah, but that's it's your pick. But I get it. But that's 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 not real. You just world. led the Eagles to the first Super Bowl ever uh, in franchise history. I agree, history. but they owe him something, man. They don't owe if, him anything. If, they owed him yeah, that money. They, have... they paid him for doing that. That's nah. his job. Nah. You know, that's like saying like Verizon owes me something because I put up good numbers. No, that's what they pay me for. You know, at the end of the day, that's what we're paid to do is perform. He's paid to perform, and I'm going to still say this like I don't think that Nick Foles is a good quarterback I still think that it didn't matter what quarterback was there Carson Wentz would have won the Super Bowl perfectly fine Foles won the Super Bowl because that team as a team was dominant they were a great defense they had a great coaching staff I don't think that Nick Foles I think Nick Foles on a different team next year is going to be like watching um, Matt Castle on a different team and all these other guys that come from you know I think it I think it depends where he goes right like if he goes to the Cardinals I think he has the potential to be good right they have speed on the outside they have Larry Fitz that's coming back again David Johnson coming back off of injury if they make a couple moves on the offensive line this I, year I think I the Cardinals think he's that good of Cardinals can make a push I, I I disagree with that he he's had obviously the one really good season with the Eagles where he was like 27 and two touchdowns to INTs and then he just won the Super Bowl so I don't Eagles. understand how Sometimes you can say that a quarterback, like in some in some instances, you'll say a quarterback is a product of a system, but yet you'll look at Nick Foles and say that he's got talent. He wasn't a product of a system. I watched a lot. You watch a lot of his throws, especially in the Super Bowl, which is the last game on our mind. Sure, he put that freaking ball. It doesn't matter what play they called. Okay, he put that ball where only but his receiver on, you're can catch that. You're basing that on one game that he played well, well and the other team played really bad. Received. They didn't play really bad. Their defense played horrible in that game. You watch his throws, man. New England man. played terrible. You watch his throws. I know that, but New England he played He literally bad. put them where 
the defense couldn't do I anything about it. I won't disagree that he has talent, but I'm just so saying he's not that So you can sit here and say great. the defense was out of position on the play. I just think he didn't matter where the defense was. He would have thrown the ball to the receiver wherever the defense wasn't. Here's what I think. I think that Nick Foles, I think that name. keep naming some more quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, we just talked about. All these free agent quarterbacks or these guys that aren't even free agents but have an opportunity to go to another team. I don't see anybody that's going to be worth the money that every one of them are about to be paid. Well, sure. Not yeah. a single one of them. I don't. I don't. I and don't I'm not saying that. They, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying like they're going to get paid top dollar. And I'm not saying that. Oh, they're not deserving because they're. No, I'm saying like from a talent perspective, I don't think any one of them are worth me going and throwing million like half my half my salary cap at or a quarter of my salary cap at. Well, who's the losers out of all this, right? Like the people. That the fans watch that games. are going to pick up one of these. Yeah, that, that the fans of the teams that are going to pick up one of these. Well, yeah, you know? ticket prices are going to go up. Uh, your your concessions are going to go up at the games, and Kirk Cousins, realistically, is going to be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL after free agency right now. And what does that do going forward? Right, that just sets the standard. Hey, every time there's a solid free agent quarterback out there, we got to make him the richest person in NFL history. Yeah. and that's going to continue to happen until there's either a bubble. Or owners and players sit down and say, hey, this isn't realistic anymore. The TV money's starting to dwindle because ratings are going down. Our audience uh, at the game is going down, so the ticket sales are going down. Like, we can't pay this I might stuff have to anymore. fact check it, but I'm pretty sure that the salary cap, like, teams are notified today that the salary cap for next year is like $177.2 million. Going up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going up. Yeah. I, I didn't say it's going down. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that frees up some money. But I agree with you because it's now you have guys like Le'Veon Bell Mm -hmm. trying to be the highest paid running back at what he wants, somewhere in the range of like $15 million a year as a running back. You have um, Odell Beckham Jr. staking claim that he wants to be the most, he wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL, com- completely the highest paid. And I'm like, I feel like you're right. They're starting to kind of all of a sudden they're, and I'm not, I'm not, Saying that they're not deserving of it. Let's be honest. You got all world talent on all these guys, but reality is, is that the quarterback is the hardest position, yeah. probably to play. We've but never played NFL. But it's the most NFL. protected position, though. But it, it's still the most hard. It's the hardest position to play in the NFL. Uh, look, look I how many know. quarterbacks come and go. Like, yeah, I I don't disagree. But but look at the, it, their tenure, right? Like the quarterbacks that stay there, they stay there, right? Like and, Big Ben's been there for you know since the early two thousands. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been around for a long time. Tom Brady's been along forever. You know, you have Cam Newton's been, you know, around for a few years now. Drew Brees forever. You have quarterbacks that are sticking around, sticking around, because, one, you can't hit them in, unless it's a penalty. So defenders are trying to avoid hitting a quarterback like it's the plague, where your wide receivers are taking shots over the middle from defensive backs that are just as big as linebackers used to be 10 years ago, running, you know, 4 2 speed. And your running backs are getting smashed by linemen. These 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 guys, I think, me personally, I say you pay, obviously, because quarterbacks have that longer uh, uh, amount of time that they can make money over. Give them a 20-year contract at, like, $350 million. Here you go, right? Who's going to say no to that? I'm sure pretty much all of them because their agents are greedy. But you look at a running back, they don't even make a quarter of that amount of money in the f- Five years, right? Like, look at the turnover in quarterbacks or uh, running backs, right? Every team. There's maybe, I think there's less solid running backs in the league than there are 
steady, stable running backs in the well, league that, than their own Well, that might have a little contributing factor of the NFL kind of shifted gears to more of a passing league for a while. They're kind of starting to slowly come back around, and we have more workhorse backs. This year they showed it. So I think you're going to start seeing the running back. You know, you got Saquon coming in this year. You're going to start seeing more more high-quality running backs over the next few years. That's gonna I don't think so, but their the lifespan's going to get right. It's one hit. One sure. hit. One Absolutely. hit. I mean, it's like anything else, man. You have you have your you have your worker bees. You have your your thinker bees. Like a quarterback, that is the hardest position in the field because it's not only a physical, it's a mental game. A running back has to get the ball, hit a hole, and go. A quarterback has to drop back, read his progressions. More than that. There's pass protections. There's there's breakouts. Some of them, in the pass. some of them have that. Some of them have to come off the field, and they they split time sure. with other running backs. But you stuff. have like your Lev Bell's that. Don't right, ever and they're the ones the that are getting paid. That why aren't they dollar. getting paid that hundred and twenty mil over because, four years? Right? Because it's just not what the market tells them that they should be getting paid. So, you know, know. why does a, Why does an RN not get paid as much as a doctor? That's the dumbest thing ever. No, it's why not? Why schooling? <laughs> because no, you're school just talking <laughs> about the doctor can diagnose anything from top yeah, to bottom. Yeah, and that's what a quarterback what does. does. An RN do quarterback. An RN co- goes a quarterback in, knows, and nothing against RNs. They go, you but know, a quarterback knows. Where everybody is at every moment in time on that on that field. That's he's There's eleven the, freaking he's, people. He is the he is the and six of them are blocking for you. So, so you have to know what you and four other people are doing. There's five blocking for you unless you count the tight end. But regardless of that, so it's and a lot of times a running back. So it's you and it four other matter. people. You still need to know what everybody's role is on that uh, field. You're the, you're the it, you, you run he, that field and it's dozens and dozens of plays audibles. Yeah. You also have a guy chirping in your ear nowadays. I can't even. Yeah, it doesn't say, oh, look left, the guy's open. Yeah, they no, actually. But they say, hey, uh, you know, hey, the last, uh, on third down, this team on defense usually runs this type of defense. I don't defense even know why we're having this conditions. conversation. This is ridiculous. A quarterback is by far the, the toughest position in the NFL. We've had this discussion a few podcasts ago, and you agreed with it. Now you just decide to flip <laughs> no, flop on the that. argument? When did I agree with this? Let's go back and listen three podcasts ago. You absolutely agreed with it. We're making a listen of that with it. Yeah. I don't disagree. It's one of the toughest positions. No, it is the toughest mentally, position. but I don't know the rest of the physically game, no, not even close. Physically, not even a but chance. But mentally, and I think um, I think NBA have it tougher you need, physically. You need I don't know just uh, self awareness and everything that tell, goes with it. Tell Cam Newton that that the quarterback position is a pussy position and that you don't get. That's hit. a different type of running back. He's a quarterback. Are a different type of quarterback. It yeah. doesn't matter. You just said that quarterback. So you're you're stereotyping Tom Brady and no, and I'm, guys I'm, that don't that, that are smart enough not to take hits. I'm saying ninety five percent of the league. Okay, ninety five percent of the league. You, uh, yeah, how many running quarterbacks do you have? More than probably more than two, because that would be ninety five percent of the league. Who do you have? I'm not going to sit here and rattle them off. Russ Wilson doesn't run anymore. But he did. Did, but we're talking now. I said no. Tyrod Taylor's a running quarterback. Mariota. Mariota's a running quarterback. Run that much anymore? They all do, man. No, he doesn't. All right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm finished arguing with him. Will you? Yeah. I don't. I'll take it back. Aerosmith. Yeah. Good. Good. Go what? What are we going? Figure something out. What are we doing? (laughs) Where are we going next? I don't know. I'm basically done with this argument. Yeah, me too. So what's our next topic? Do we have any That's anymore? what we were no, trying to get at, Ed. Oh, okay. So we're out of topics? We're out of topics. All right. Well, I'm excited for next week. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, get to do discussing some NCAA. The, uh, Tommy March can, tell, Madness, us, Tommy can tell us that the point guard position is not the toughest position on the court. And it's not. going with Purdue again? 
Probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, your, that's you your team. How did Purdue you go, go do yesterday? So, man, they're benching their starters. Oh, shut up. Yeah, they benched their starters for the for the Big Ten Championship. They don't that's want Big Ten Championship. National up. Championship, You're baby. You're a dumbass. Told you, you watch want that, Michigan. You want that mid-tier. Told everybody two weeks yeah, ago, not, Michigan, right. baby. They'll still get a number one. Watch number Michigan. One seed, no, they're no, not they going to come close. They they'll might be a, a three. Oh, Purdue? Purdue? Purdue will be a two. No. Absolutely. Want to bet a dollar on it? Yeah. Dollar. All right. Purdue's Speaking of bets, we have a couple that need to be yeah, paid. Yeah, Polly needs a shaved head. You need a tramp stamp. I'll take a tramp stamp and I'll drink a beer from a boot. I think that All was right. piss. I don't know how you got beer. It was supposed That's to be you're beer. supposed to drink yeah. a piss from a boot. Yeah, I'll take a tramp stamp and a beer. And look. actually, who knows who did better? Actually, we have to look it up. <laughs> a Lynch guy and a did. Jai. Jai. Ah, uh, Lynch had a pretty good year. Yeah, we got to check that one out. Polly might no. need a tramp stamp Lynch, and a shaved Lynch head. Lynch did not do better than a Jai. Playoffs you don't, don't count? think so? No, Lynch did not have a good year. He was terrible until like maybe two games at the end of the season. Got traded from the Dolphins. Yeah, and he was and like, barely, and, and he was backup. good in the Dolphins. Then I don't know. We have to look that up. Yeah, we do. Yes, that'd be close. Tramp stamp and a shaved head. You are gonna look beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait for that one. We'll take pictures. Sure. Should be down in Fort Lauderdale with that get up. <laughs> Spring break and it. Uh, so anyway. Right. So that's it. Uh, check out our show next week. Like we said, we'll be talking March Madness. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Check out thepointaftershow.com for DFS golf rankings from uh, Taylor and myself. And that's basically it. Have a good... Uh, Have a good week. Ciao. Peace. Later.